Welcome to Native Calgarian. Today's episode is a really special episode. Um, here in Calgary, Mokinstis, Blackfoot Territory, the local Indigenous community put together an amazing event for Orange Shirt Day. So they did this um, show called po Pocus, the children. It's Blackfoot term for the for the uh, for the children, and it's dedicated to the children of the past, the present, and the future generations. Obviously, the theme of Indian residential school and uh, healing from that, and into Orange Shirt Day. So, I decided to take a little recorder and I went around and I tried to talk to as many folks as I could uh, about what it is that they're doing and, and just promote them in general. And I hope you enjoy today's show. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me. Thank you again to all of our previous supporters for all of our donors. And I just want to say thank you. A huge shout out to the organizers of this event. It was an amazing event from the time that I was there. And it was uh, just to give some context to all of the folks out there, we had like the worst snowstorm ever, of course, this weekend. There was a walk that was scheduled and it went, only I thought it wasn't um, going. So it was originally supposed to be in a park. We had this huge snowstorm, so they moved it to the Legion and uh, they still had the walk <laughs> to the Legion. So amazing, amazing event. Obviously is a, you know, granddaughter and niece of uh, residential school survivors really honored um, to be a part of this celebration and uh, to be with my community my local community that understands the impact of Indian residential schools so I hope you enjoyed today's show let me know I want to hear from you welcome to native Calgarian so I'm down here um, honoring orange shirt day and I'm here with Megan Icorn so you may have seen a picture of her. She's gorgeous. She's up on Twitter now. So we were just talking and I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about why you're here and some of the things that you're passionate about. Thank, thank you very much. <laughs> um, so I'm here today because I feel as uh, I am an uninvited guest on this land. I think it's really important for other people in this community who are also uninvited guests on this land to um, get involved and make a change and make a difference because it's not the responsibility of the Indigenous people to fix the problems that our ancestors created. So I really encourage anyone who is uh, from uh, uninvited guests to this land to get involved and more people need to come to Orange Shirt Day and learn about the history of residential schools and the 60s scoop and the stuff that's still happening today because we need to get involved and make a difference. Heck yeah! Well, I'm so <laughs> glad you came on my show and let me take your picture. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome, so keep listening and send me so, your messages uh, or your comments you? and then we can just throw them up on the show. Thank you. Perfect, sounds good. Alright, and, and I want to introduce you to Joe. Joe, can you maybe introduce yourself a little to Megan and what you're all about and um, what's going on right now and you please oh brag because if you don't then I have to oh and it's hard because I'm a liberal so. Goodness, absolutely. So hi everybody, my name is Joe Pimlot. I am uh, Métis. I work with uh, residential school survivors and their family members and I absolutely love the fact that I am here right now at this amazing festival showing off a lot of our artisans, showing off a lot of our, uh, our programs that are in Calgary, our musicians that are on stage right now. And for myself, uh, growing up in, uh, in Forest Lawn, I decided that now is the time that I was going to run for uh, MP. Yeah. 
know, I've been around the area for about 30 plus years and... What, what, what party are you with? I'm with the NDP. Of course, being uh, orange, orange shirt day, I thought that was kind of fitting. I wore <laughs> just about orange everything. One of the main reasons why I wanted to run was because of my love for my community. Yeah. You know, I think everybody has love for their community, but for myself, growing up in the Forosan area in in pockets for uh, approximately 31 years, I met my wife there. I, uh, I had my kids in the area and I went to school there and I thought, you know, who would be a better person to run that knows, supports and love their community than somebody that's been there for quite some time. So. You know, oh, yeah. I, I bit the bullet, and yeah. now I'm in the uh, the federal election, an Indigenous person, and I think we have a, a record number of Indigenous people across Canada running in this federal election, and I think that awesome. we're, we're making history no matter what happens this year. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'd I'm like... so proud of you for running. I want to say thank you. And I'm a Liberal. I've been a part of the Indigenous People's Commission for like 10 years, but you're my brother, and thank I know you, you care about my community. And I'm just so grateful you're running. And I think I know how hard it is to put your name in and uh, run campaigns. So I'm really proud of you. I, I do appreciate that. I think that um, the more people that we can affect positively, showing that anybody is able to run and support their communities, support their people, yeah. that the next generation is going to be in much better hands. So thank you so much. Right? Oh, I'm so glad. Go, Joe, go. All thank right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being on my show. So my, what's going to happen is my producer, who uh, my husband, start, Joe, knows really well, um, he's going to cut this all up and take out me stuttering and sounding like an idiot. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and if there's something that you ever want cut, just let us know and we will. I so, it's all good. Yeah. I think it was great. Yeah. So, thank it's you. It's short and sweet. Yeah. Right? I probably repeated myself a little bit, so you can cut that. You know what? No <laughs> way. But you, it's all good. But you did it well in different uh, different areas. Okay. Yeah. Right? So, you're fine. And I'm a big believer that people like need to hear the same thing at least seven times in order to learn it. True. So sometimes it's the second or third time yeah. that makes it more impactful. Totally. Yeah. 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 So. so what riding are you in? Calgary Forest Lawn. Oh, okay. okay. Which is a very large riding. Yeah, I was hoping that you would be in my riding so I could vote for you. What's, but I'm um, in Calgary Shepherd. So, oh, yeah. so bordering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that was me last time. Yeah. Oh, Because okay. it was Peg Inn. Yeah. Were you, did you run in the... Provincial? I think I did vote for you because I voted oh, thank NDP. thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Isn't that humbling when you yeah. come and ask people to yeah. vote for you? I, I right. know so I voted cool. for NDP. Vote for Joe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I'm a lemon in a sea of orange. Is <laughs> <laughs> going right? Oh, hey, everybody. Hey, Dwight. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I think I'm introducing you, so. Oh, sweet. Well, hi, right. awesome. Hey, how are you? Nice to see you. You're actually being recorded, so oh. do you want me to take that out? I can. Truth, liberty, and justice for the Bugakes, for the future. <laughs> I've got a painting that I need to buy. So. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was really, it was really nice to meet you. And hopefully we'll chat again. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you putting it together because it's good learning for me. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great. We're great. Thanks, Joe. So one of my favorite sets of earrings that I wear all the time. She made my original Star Wars one, the Princess Leia. Yeah. And uh, somebody was like, "Oh, I really love those." And you're and like. like here you go. So now I gotta get new ones. Of course, that's how it goes. But you know which ones I'm wearing tomorrow. Your orange t-shirt ones. She made me yeah. the orange t-shirt ones. So that's now the I gotta only wear pair that. I've ever made. Really? Yeah, I've never made another pair. Cool. 
I only do the pins. That's it. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you have one of a kind. One of a kind <laughs> earrings. So yeah, I'm saving my ears for tomorrow for nice. those earrings. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's the day of. Yeah, yeah. Sense. Yeah. That's so do funny. you want to introduce yourself and, and what your, your jewelry is? Because I know everyone comments on my jewelry and I say, <laughs> it's not my jewelry, it's your jewelry. Right. You're like, it's mine, but I didn't make it. Yeah, I didn't make it. <laughs> because I always support, you know, small business, local mm-hmm. business and indigenous business. Yes. 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 Yeah. I guess so. Um, so I'm Melreen Sloy. My business is Native Diva Creations. I make handmade beaded jewelry and accessories for men and women. And they're so pretty. Yeah, nice and sparkly. So I use a little of uh, traditional colors, patterns, techniques, and swap them in with new contemporary designs in my own way. Yeah. They're so pretty. And every time I come, I'm like, oh, here's all my money. <laughs> Everybody has that habit. It yeah, does no. happen. Yeah, it's a bad addiction. I love that addiction. I love it. So, no, and your work is awesome, and everybody compliments my my jewelry when it's not my jewelry, it's your jewelry. <laughs> nice, so. nice. Yeah. It's great. I love seeing it everywhere. Like, yeah. I see things on TV. I see things on you everywhere, on other people. It's it's cool. I love seeing my stuff on other people and how they interpret wearing it, right? Because some people wear it really traditionally, Yeah. and some people wear it with, like, in going to galas and different stuff like that. So it's really cool to see. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Oh, you know what I should do? What? I should ask you if people are not here and they want and they oh, see your stuff how to and they find love me? it. How do they find sure. you? Uh, on Instagram at ah. Native Diva Creations, on Facebook, and my website nativedivacreations.com. All right, Native Diva Creations. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Hi everybody. My name is Dwight Farahat. Uh, my roots trace back to the Siksika Nation, to Palestine, and to Wales, England. Uh, I'm an MC rapper. Uh, I grew up in Calgary, Alberta. I'm also a social worker. I do giant art projects with youth, run hip hop, dance programs with youth. Amazing. Um, I, just, I just really do what I like and then I do it with kids and I make that my job. So, that that yeah. is awesome. That's me in a nutshell. No, but for real, you're one of my favorite people. I mean, it's hard. I'm, I'm in a room full of about 500 of my favorite people right now. Me so. too, yeah. Right, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to be bragging about everything that everyone's doing. So thank you for being my show. If you want to promote anything you're doing ever, please consider it an open invitation. Oh. Always welcome on my podcast to tell me what's going on. And it's just a phone call away. It's so easy to podcast. It's actually ridiculous. So. And my husband, he loves doing it, which I'm so grateful for. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to have a podcast. So, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. We should, like, house all the these really cool, inventive, like, local podcasts that are indigenous. Mm-hmm. And, like, have them in one location where, you know, you can highlight. Oh, that's kind of cool. Totally. Yeah. Well, I know, like, there's that media indigenous. They're trying to do that. But I don't know if they know everybody, right? Because like, we have, like, four or five really cool ones here. Because I'm, like, the nerd that's always talking about politics. But other people are actually talking about cool things that my daughter's like, hey, that's super cool. As opposed to my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, you know, yeah. You can be the connector and then don't have to do the actual work. Maybe on the SISN website. Yeah, well, maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll ask some of the local podcasters, the indigenous podcasters and see if they want to you know have a hub on my on my um, website oh sure yeah awesome all right that would be that would be pretty pretty sweet yeah yeah
I got my husband his orange shirt. I got mine from the Boys and Girls Club uh, last week, actually. One for Sam and one for me. But now Darcy has his, his own from just that over there, that table. So This is my oversized I love it. I'm sweating right now because we were walking this morning, but I'm like layered and stuff. We had to yeah. survive. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was warm. It was just like really wet. Kind of. And once you're wet and cold, then it's no fun. Yeah. So anyway, we should probably report uh, Brent, so let's go do that. Let's go do that. It's like there's three of her. I cannot believe oh, everything that she did to make today happen, even getting this new venue. I was talking to her when she ran to sign for this. Uh, all of the I wonder if she's I don't know how many do, did you sell so far, do you know? I know you have a record of it. It's probably, it's hundreds and hundreds, if not in the over a thousand. Um, I know several people at my workplace have bought them. Uh, the Rapana came buying them on Friday as well. Um, as soon as people get aware of what uh, Orange Shirt Day is, they're running out and purchasing uh, Orange Shirt, so I thank you for that. I know about four years ago, three years ago, even two years ago, people were having a hard time finding them even though they wanted to participate. You know, running like into the all pins. these stores, so I thank yeah. you so much for bringing that to I was looking forward to it. Uh, for all the people that are selling like them. I do know we have boys and girls like club over there selling them as well. Comfortable. Uh, I want you I also to uh, thank all it's of these not everybody's color. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> but I had a pin I really uh, liked. It was beautiful. I obviously think you're amazing and, and really cool because you're a musician, but you're a really kind and supportive person to your partner who I adore as well. So why don't you introduce yourself and some of the things that you're here for and that you want to um, want me to promote? Well, um, yeah, we, uh, what I've gone in, into in the last year is uh, doing porcupine quill work. I know that uh, porcupine quill work is kind of uh, more ancient than beadwork, so yeah. it was our original way of doing our medicine pipe bags, and um, so it was quite an honor to be able to get taught that by pearl white quills, um, and the exchange on that was is I taught her how to play flute, nice. so playing some music, and uh, so it was the exchange of music, and uh, she, she teaching me the arts, and you can check out our uh, website at kurtyoung.webs. Uh, her um, handle is Bright Swan Creations. Mine is Urban Quills by Kurt Young. And it's just kind of a contemporary um, mixed with traditional pieces of, of art and jewelry. And I really feel like it's almost like a healing... Um, it's a healing uh, medicine making this jewelry. Right? It yeah. is. It is. And I, I, I can't go on about how beautiful it is. I see people wearing it, and I'm like, oh, I know who made that. Yeah, yeah. One of the cool things, the new cool things that uh, came up, came about is making the super long earrings. I have super long earrings that, that like, are crazy long, but they sold out in Edmonton, so... Um, and it just kind of came about having uh, not that many supplies left. Yep. And so that's how the idea came out and they seem to be a hit now. So Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. 
Well, I love all the work you do. I love the music you play. I love the dancing that you do. Like, you do all the traditional things, and I think it's you're a really great role model, especially for our men and our boys, and I just love you to pieces. So thank, thank you, so you much. Kurt, for being on my, and, on my podcast. And just, just one, one last thing. I have a new uh, song coming out called Living My Best Life and a new EP coming out that I've recorded, so awesome. uh, you can check those out as well. Awesome. We can't wait. And any time that that stuff comes out, I love to have you back on the show. Love to. Yay! Hey, JT, what's up? <laughs> but liberals don't listen to what I do. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd do it different. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, the neoliberals. So, yeah, if you want to tell me... Actually, so on my podcast, why don't you, why don't you tell us what, what you're doing here and where we can find your information and things like that so that oh, I can promote yeah, you. Yeah, totally. So I am indigenous busyness or also known as Natoyiki, uh, which means holy whistle in the Blackfoot language. Um, I am currently based here in Calgary again, but I'm working in Vancouver. I'm working in Calgary. Going to try to do some work in Edmonton. Going to try to do some work in Lethbridge and Vancouver Island. So um, definitely follow us on indigenousbusyness.blog. Or you can find us at at Indig Busyness with a Y. Um, and yeah, you can find our tag on all social media platforms, Twitter, YouTube, um, Instagram, Facebook. I also have Gmail account. Um, there is a contact form on our website as well that's linked directly to our Gmail account. If you wanted to remain anonymous and uh, send us a message, you can do it that way. Um, and yeah, definitely let's keep the conversation going because it's high time that things change. So thanks. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, this is great. So look at all your, your um, inf- like all the stuff you have here. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Smudge, so, don't judge. Mm-hmm, Love mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. It dopey. It is what it is. Um, so Sweet. my um, business really combines wellness through art, entrepreneurism, and financial literacy because for a long time, artists, especially indigenous artists, have been taken advantage of. Yes. We've been pushed through the mud. We've had our work stolen. We've had our yes. voices censored. Um, oh, and it's bullshit. And <laughs> essentially, I'm done with that. Yeah, <laughs> and this awesome. is my gift to the next generation. So that's amazing. yeah, it's also helped me to find my own healing from traumas that I carry. Awesome. And art has always been a way to express yourself and express the thoughts in your head. So that's just what I'm trying to do, as well as incorporating stories throughout those um, pieces that I create. And these stories come from my friends from coast to coast to coast. And I carry those stories with me all the time to keep doing the work that I'm doing. That's amazing. I love what you're doing. (laughs) I love it. So I'm really proud of you and all all that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, let's hope lots of people are like, yeah, let's totally check that out. Indigi business. It's amazing. Awesome. Thanks for being on my show. (laughs) Thanks for doing what you're doing. Let's hope folks listen. Michelle. Yeah. We'll have to do something for my craft show coming up. Yes. 100%. Let's do that. Yes.
So when is the craft show? November 23rd. November 23rd, then that's like right now. So yeah, yeah. We got to make sure that gets up there. So what I'll do is I'll get all that info and I'll just keep plugging it on my podcast over and over because that's that's what I want to do. That's what I've been doing with the walks and, and things like that too. So yeah, so I'll do that. The word gets out there, right? Well, and what I like to tell people is that this is where you buy your Christmas presents and support Indigenous business. So yeah, so yeah. Those are nice. I know, but I'm gonna need a pop socket. Yeah. So Kurt, I guess he sold out on these on um, in Edmonton. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well then I better buy these quick before they're gone. And now that I'm here, I have to buy from you too. So let's do that. So first, I need these earrings, and I'm gonna need this pop socket. So funny. Oh, yeah. you got that medicine wheel one? I love that one. Right? And I love it. It's so blingy. Too. It's like. I know. I know. I got it. Like, look at this. This is so boring. <laughs> You're like pretty flowers. <laughs> so funny. And if this becomes unsticky at all, and it shouldn't, yeah. I have replacements. Okay. So I can give you a replacement anytime. I can figure out how to put that on. Sam is a whiz at it. But oh, yeah. I read the instructions and I'm like, oh. You got to make sure it's clean but not wet. Totally. Yeah. So I, I won't put it on right now. But oh, okay. Sure. Thank you. No worries. Yeah. yeah. She can stop right there. So, uh, my mom is... It did. Yay! Okay. So now I got new earrings and a new pop socket. New, now and like two new pairs of earrings. So. But tomorrow I'm wearing your other ones because uh, yeah, yeah. And I got a, a shirt. So I got one like that for hubby. But I got two through boys and girls last week. So. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Nice. So. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Y'all though. Right? Do you know when they're gonna have like the uh, taco in the bag? Oh, I think so. Hey, so I'm gonna have to stay until I eat that. There you go. <laughs> Good to see you. Okay, and we'll promote your show or your your uh, indigenous show. I mean, yeah. It's just too out there, and it's just because this world that we've lived in, and when you're disconnected from the natural world, right, is that's when you forget to. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, when you're a baby. From a new pair of blingy earrings because I'm a nerd. <laughs> oh my god, have you seen my earrings yet? You gifted me a pair. I have what? a small, tiny pair of yours, actually. So I wear them yeah, a long, 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 long time that. ago. Yeah. Because I've always been like, I need to give Michelle in oh. but Michelle's daughter. Earrings. That's wild. Okay. So, I forgot about these. I forgot about these. I gave these to you? Not, I don't think these ones. But I oh, think, okay. I think, Wait. like, so the one that you gave me, they, they had rainbows on it. They had a rainbow. So I'm going to take a picture, and I'm going to send them to you and be like, you gifted me these. Okay, yeah. So they're really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Have you worn these earrings around me? Why do I recognize these earrings? These ones? Yeah. I'm sure. I, I swear them. these have Did entered you my these? life. I know. But I swear these have been in my life. That's so but maybe crazy. this is those false memory things where I'm like, where I thought that you told, you were telling me that I gave you <laughs> When we gaslight ourselves. <laughs> no, you know what? We do. We do. We do. Yeah, we, do. we totally and do. People, yeah. especially white men and men. Yeah, yeah. And 
especially white men, try to gaslight women all the time. Right. And we've been in a culture where we've been gaslighted for so long yeah. that we are starting to do it to each other. And that's how we are keeping each other down. And it's time for healing. So let's cut the bullshit, right? Woo! So. <laughs> yeah. So look up gaslighting, Google it. It's a fucking thing. And totally. if you're denying that it's a thing, then fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> then you're a gaslighter. Yeah. yeah. Then you are a gaslighter. <laughs> you are the definition of. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. This shirt, I got it for Valley College, but it's like a small, and I literally am not a small, so Aww. I feel like a little sassy. Oh, you look good. Thank you. <laughs> I have one that says um, trans kids like that too, where it's yeah. just like my my boobs are like. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice because it keeps them in place. Yeah. Then it's <laughs> <laughs> I, like, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, I'm not wearing a bra right now because I don't think I could wear a bra on this shirt just yeah. because it's so tight. Right mm. now, totally, totally. I want to get the long sleeve ones. Like I love those long sleeves. Those yeah. Nice. Yeah. I know. I like yeah. the long sleeve too. She probably should go get it's a It's a good look. Yeah. Oh my god, you have a vest. I've had this vest since I was like 18. I'm, I'm not even joking. I I've had it forever. Yeah. That's oh. awesome. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I can't remember the artist who did it, but I could look it up. I, I need to uh, bling up my um, my uh, jean jacket. I was going to go buy a new jean jacket because I feel like my arms have gotten fatter. So I've changed a lot in um, the last year because of these medications. So my body's changing. So I'm like, my things don't fit right anymore. So I got to go get some a new jean jacket. But this time I'm going to bling it up and put like one of those hankies on it and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go. 45, 20. Hey, Caleb. How are you? Good, good. Good to see you. I'm recording right now for my Do I have your permission to put, to record you? Sure. So, Caleb, your um, art is like internationally known. Blowing up even more now. It, it's, but it needs to because it's ridiculously beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, we have your art around our house. We love it. And and all of your prints, we love them. I'm following you on Facebook and seeing your new um, pictures that go up. Like, you're, you're outstanding. So, yeah, so I was just wondering if I could promote your work on here by talking about um, where to find you so it looks like kt dan at hotmail.com that's where where to find you and i'm going to need one of your calendars nope, that's wrong. it's wrong hey yeah. well, how do we get a hold of you calumdan2 at gmail.com at gmail okay and i'm going to need to buy at least one of those calendars from you well next year one's coming out so Oh, right. I guess it's not. Just take a like, Oh, thank you. Thank you. See, and this is why he's amazing. Yeah, I, I didn't even dawn on me that they don't say 2020. So. Oh, yeah. The new one will be out coming out um, within about a month. Like, we're just starting. Usually I get them out in June, but this June I've been doing murals all over and getting project. Yeah, I've been, I haven't stopped since January. So That's amazing. I remember the other years struggling. And then the last two years, it's just been. Out yeah. The, yeah, out the door. That's yeah. amazing. So you're probably going to be at Melreen's. Um, yes, I'll be there. At, in November. I I won't uh, be, like, I wanted to be part of the um, Dale Auger show, but yeah. I'm featured in Vancouver again, so, and that's right on the same date. So oh. I'll be in Vancouver at uh, New Westminster, the Cedar Sage Sweetgrass Hut Show. Sure. And that's in November um, 2nd and 3rd. And Dale's show, I believe, is like the first, 2nd oh. and 3rd. 
Oh, wow. Wow. So, well, yeah. can, um, when your new calendar comes out, just tag me or private message me so that I for sure see it because I want to promote the hell out of it because yeah. everyone loves your work. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah. No, I, I'm everyone loves More your work. More to come. I'm not done. More right? And, uh, like this one? Uh, I wish everyone could see this beautiful uh, black, blue, and um, like moon silhouette picture that that's here. But yes, you're just gonna have to uh, check out Kalem T. Dan in order to see more. So thanks, Kalem. Thank you so much. <laughs> Darcy told me I have to promote my um, podcast, and I'm like, I, I'm not used to doing that. So what I thought I'd do is just promote everybody else here because it's our shirt day, right? That's right. So, Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. See you later. Do you wanna? Yeah. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna know more about what you're doing. So Indie City is a wearable art and film company. Yeah. So what we do is um, beaded um, beaded jewelry and laser cut jewelry. And is that what that is? Laser acrylic. cut. Yeah, That's so cool. And we do different types of films, like fashion films, music videos, documentaries. Amazing. I know all of the things that I wish I could do. So yeah, no, keep up the great work. And again, if you have anything that is coming up, like any show, any documentary, anything you ever want to promote, don't hesitate to like tag me, private message me. Sure. I'll share it, have you on my show anytime. We just did a story hive um, film too. Really? Yeah, it's called My um, Blood Memory is Couture. Ah, um, okay. So I will look that up and okay. I will share it with my thank people. Thank you. No, awesome. thank you because it's cool stuff. And like, I'm always talking about politics, uh-huh. but my daughter, she's like, yeah, so nobody thinks that's cool, mom. And I know what you're doing is cool. So yeah, thank she you. might think it's cool too. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You're doing you. great stuff too. Well, you know, I'm just a nerd. So <laughs> thank you. Cool nerd. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I just gotta make sure it's working. You bet. So I am part of Indigenous Team. Okay. And Indigenous Team is an organization that works with Indigenous kids, brings them together to learn about STEM projects. So science, technology, engineering, and math. Yep. We run a, a camp in the summertime at the U of C um, and do various things. We teach robotics is one of the things that we do. So our robotics team is going to Dubai yep. in October. Our team is 60% Indigenous kids, and we are fundraising right now to get them to Dubai. Today they are at Telespark um, building the robot. We've been working on it for about eight weeks now, so we have a few more weeks to get it completely tweaked out and worked. And then um, they do a competition, which is, um, this year's theme is about oceans. And it's the um, cleanly cleaning up oceans, and it's like the Olympics. So there's 193 countries going to this event, 2,000 kids, um, and they do a competition on a 50 by 50 platform. 
which they released 70 balls, and there's three nations with three nations working together, red team, blue team, to clean up the balls that are on there. So it's a, it's a mock ocean cleanup, but it teaches the kids to look at the importance of the ocean, importance of water and things like that. I insisted our team do research on things like that so that they can speak on what our country is doing for the indigenous groups that live on our coastline. Um, what we're doing, Canada actually has an ocean protection plan in place, which is about $3 billion that they are working with the Indigenous communities that live on our, our coastlines and things like that. So our kids know this information. Only five of our team gets to travel, unfortunately, because of age. The other team gets to, the other group gets to stay and build another robot for the competitions that help in Calgary. Okay, I could cry. <laughs> so, and we have kids that are coming in from Siksika that are going on the trip. Like, this is something that they'll never, ever experience ever again kind of thing because of the age restrictions. So our younger kids in four years will hopefully be able to go on another trip somewhere in the world because it's... How do I get my daughter involved? Okay, so um, please take my information. I will. Um, Indigenous Steam does the camps, like I said, in the summertime. Um, sign, go to the website, sign up for our newsletter. You can get the her to come out. It's a free camp for kids. It's, um, they, they, we do lots of things like this year we went to veterinarian medicine and they looked how to calf a cow. They looked at all these various things out in veterinary medicine. We did nursing. Um, and they got to look at various things at the university. Last year they did virtual reality where, and in the medicine part where they could go and put on the virtual reality thing and they got to travel through the heart. Wow. Which was like, my son was like, this is amazing. And uh, the professors that help, they will bring the kids back that are really interested and show them that it's important to be part of this like that. And our president, she's an engineer, and she's a professor in engineering um, this year and stuff. So we, it's really a big, I'm just a mom that does the volunteering and the fundraising part of it, but it, my kids are involved, I have to give, but you know they're what? all I my kids. The same way. I'm just a mom. Exactly. And then uh, I love everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's exactly how I look at that too, right? It's like these are my kids. This is my team, and I want to have them all successful. So, and we would, like they stay at the camp if they're old enough. We have day campers and night campers. So if they are um, in grade four to grade seven. They are day campers, so they come in the day. We go to um, Foothills Hospital and we do like chemical stuff and like like just we painted with bacteria on plates and things like that. So just like fun things to do, learning about how cells work and it's all just like amazing. That and it's like watching these kids grow. Like our one boy that's on the robotics team, he wants to be a doctor, and that's from the camp. He's he's like. I want to be a doctor now. And yes. I was like, yeah, that's exactly what we want, right? That's exactly what so, we want. And like I said, we do the um, we do the camp.
camps on our website and whatnot. We do our camps. And um, we, like we had the, a TV this summer that the kids are actually, the older kids put up, and they've never, like, ever been able to, like, experience that. Um, we teach them to smudge. We bring elders in and knowledge speakers to talk with them and things like that. So that we bring that side of the indigenous side in. That's amazing. And like I said, sign up for our newsletter. I will. You can sign up for our camp. Yeah. Get her involved in the camp. And then we do um, we do powwows with our little robots. Um, we had kids make dancers and drummers yeah. um, out of robots. And we, re- we held a powwow with that. And then we get them to go into the bigger robots and Amazing. go into the competitions. So. Amazing. And we went to various... Um, nations and my son went and taught this summer with kids with our ro- little robots and was like here's how we code and he went all summer long going That's amazing. all over so amazing. He, okay. should be, he should be here soon so well, i'm gonna grab this and okay. i'm gonna thank you so no, thank much you. for being on the podcast and for doing this great work well thank you for recording me yeah in a second thanks Wonderful. again okay. thank you
My name is Bren Royal, um, but I also go by Status Savage when I'm doing performances. Um, and specifically, is I guess a lot of people are like, well, why do you use that name? Isn't that like Savage kind of derogatory or whatever they want to describe it as? But to me, it's um, a reminder, a constant reminder of our past. And it's also, you know, um, what's happening today, where they were. They thought our ancestors were savages, kill the Indian, save the child. Um, so my work out here today is to basically, like, I appreciate and love the idea of Orange Shirt Day and having the awareness, but I also want us to remember that if we're doing this, that we need to continue to move forward and bring these stories into schools yes. so that they're growing up with the inclusion and knowing, like, what exactly it is, you yeah. know? Because we know, like, yeah, residential schools, but if you're not giving the background information, then how are they supposed to know and grow up and understand why Indigenous people have so many barriers, why Indigenous people are facing so many things because of residential school, because of assimilation and the genocide they attempted on our people. So today, I'm here to remind people that yes, you know, I appreciate the Orange Shirt Day, but I'm also here to remind people that let's not forget what we need to be actually teaching because before we even get to reconciling anything, yes. we need to bring that truth out. Oh God, yes. <laughs> So. And you know, and that's like, so the reason why I named my native Calgarian was because people who settlers say, oh, I'm a native Calgarian. And I'll go, oh, what nation are you from? Because it, like they don't even understand how they appropriate our terms and how they misuse words. And yeah. so like, I totally, I totally respect everything you just said, but the work that you do on top of that is even like, it, it is showcasing that. And I feel like all I have is my words, but you are, you're beautiful, you dance, you, you're, you bead, you do all, you rap, um, all of these things that you do to educate people. And I just absolutely, how do people get a hold of you if, uh, you know, some junior high was like, we totally need her to come and talk to <laughs> yeah. us. How would they get a hold of you? Um, so you can follow me on Instagram, um, Status Savage. Yeah. And then on Facebook, I go by Brendacity. Um, and yeah, my email is royalbren at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for being on Native Calgarian. I'm Thank so you. happy to finally get you on here. And, and your regalia, I don't know if you just made it, but it's all orange. Yeah. It's so perfect for, for today. Orange. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I felt it was very fitting. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I really like to wear orange shirt, but at the same time, I feel like really beautiful in an orange ribbon dress. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's 100% appropriate. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Michelle. Yeah, yeah no, I'm honored to see you and to, to be with you and hear your words. So I'll thank take a picture of you. Oh, I love that. Okay, I'm going to hit stop on here. Thank you for being on my podcast. I am, um, so I, I was on Chris. Uh, Brown's podcast this week and we released it and I, I called you 
I called you Chantel Grey Eyes. I'm like, I can't believe I did that. It's so, my mom's name. Yeah, I know, right? So I'm sorry about that. Um, but I want. I, I was saying that you were that person that really brought me into community, taught me songs, and um, you know, it's taken me a long time to feel empowered. But you were a huge part of that. Uh, you and Jessica McMahon and lots of other folks, and you do a lot of teaching in in the schools. And um, so my daughter actually has been struggling in a new school, and you actually seen her this week and I think it might have been the highlight of her total week and maybe I'm wrong I don't want to speak for her but I know it's been really hard for her to adjust to this new school it doesn't sound like her teachers really care about you know what she has to say so it, I think you coming in and and uh, you know empowering her and joking with her and it just meant the world to her. So as a mom to a mom, I wish you knew how important the work you're doing is. Um, as my friend, I've been lucky enough to be your friend for years now, and I'm honored to be that. Um, teaching all these folks, you know, culture, songs, um, doing amazing workshops, uh, Eighth Fire. What are some of the things that, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? So I have a hilarious website. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Cree. C-R-E-E, the number 8, dot C-A, because I'm Cree, also Métis, so that's where the 8 comes in, uh, dot C-A, because, you know, I don't want a dot com, it's too expensive, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's uh, also creative, because I'm, you know, all full of puns, but um, it's an easy way to reach me, or Facebook, um, I'm also on social media, but a lot of the time people just tag me on social media, <laughs> so this is why I gotta get out in the community, because I'm so busy, um, you know, in the community to take pictures, or because I'm just doing stuff. My hands are always full of a drum or my mouth is always open singing, so it's hard to actually do my own social media. I know, but it's awesome everybody like knows who you are. But you know, I I found with the podcast that people from all over listen and it's just really important that like everyone gets to know you because I know a lot of people are like, you know the pink haired lady and I'm like, Oh, her name is Chantel. Yeah, her you know, and I'm like, you know, you can learn her name. I, I respond to pink-haired ladies, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you also identify as two-spirit. Yes. Yeah, what is that like? That journey like for you here? Um, well, it's, it's definitely a challenge, um, because for a long time it was very hard to uh, take ownership of that. And there was a lot of uh, really wonderful elders that kind of guided me on my path to really um, honoring and, re and claiming who I was as a two-spirit person. Uh, and I think there's a lot of misnomers about what a two-spirit person is or the identity of two-spirit people, just because you're LGBTQ does not necessarily mean that uh, you know, you're two-spirit, just because you know, you're indigenous does not necessarily mean <coughs> that you're too spirit. Sorry, everybody's right, well, sick. Um, but it's really about uh, honoring the teachings that are coming through you. It's about knowing that you're that balance of masculine and feminine energy. Um, I, I have been in, um, you know, lesbian relationships, and uh, I, I'm bi, so that's kind of where that stems from. But a lot of it, it was just the teachings have always been coming through me since I was really, really young. Um, and when I consulted elders about it, finally, when I kind of figured out what it was, it didn't seem so scary anymore. And I think it's really about about empowering yourself and claim, reclaiming, you know, who we were and uh, the teachings that were lost, and that's why so many two-spirit people are coming forward, is because many of our teachings were lost, but the ancestors speak through two-spirit people. This is why many of our teachings, many of our songs, many of our stories are coming back, and 
It's important to be able to share them not only within our own communities, but within all communities, because that's where you build those bridges of understanding, and that's where you recreate um, the connections that we need, the community that we need to really uh, honor the true spirit of the treaties, which was about sharing, which was about honoring each other, honoring each other in this space, honoring each other on this land, honoring each other's stories and our backgrounds, but you know, knowing that there's so much to learn from each other. And if you cut out even one culture, you're missing such a huge part of the piece, like part of the puzzle. Sure. And, you know, I like pie, piece of the pie. So, <laughs> but it's really important that we can just sit down and actually talk to each other because we have more similarities than we do differences. Yep. And this is why it's important to go into schools or community organizations or do events like this where you can talk about these things. Yes, we have had a really crappy history, but the only way to get through it is by learning about it, understanding it, and healing from it so that we can move forward. Because we can we can never move backwards. That's never going to happen. So yeah. we can only move forward. Amazing. Thank you for being on my podcast, Native Calgarian. So this is my podcast, Native Calgarian, and I've been going around trying to encourage folks to tell me what this day is for you and, and how you're involved and the great things that you're doing in your world and how people can get a hold of you. Very cool. Um, my name is Liam Sorrenti and I just came out to volunteer. Uh, I work with the Calgary Boys and Girls Clubs of Calgary. Yeah. I do staff training and development and always looking for ways to better inform myself to educate the people that I work with. Yeah. I do a lot of trauma-informed training and really looking at and taking apart what that means. Yeah. And so it's not just a word we like to throw out, it's a way that we like to live and breathe and incorporate everything into our programming, everything we do. Sure. So learning more about reconciliation, the truth behind that, and places like coming out to festivals and fairs and workshops and today being uh, Orange T-shirt Day and recognizing the past, current, and future survivors of colonization is really important to the work that we do. Um, so yeah, I've just it's just been a fabulous day of learning for me. Awesome. Um, and just getting to spend a lot of time with the kids here and just playing games and taking time to break and to eat food with people and hear story from some of the elders here today and some of the young kids and just hear what they're doing, some of the fabulous programs and just groups that people are offering it's just it's really inspiring isn't it i know i'm super excited i've been trying to interview folks and seeing this little one with her cookum um hat on running around in little uh orange shirts like our families they survived these indian residential schools for us to be here so i'm so honored to hear every person rap wear their regalia celebrate their culture so thanks for being on my show native calgarian Thank you very much, Michelle. Awesome. Thanks, Liam. Uh, my name is Rita, by the way. Hi, Rita. Hi. I'm Michelle. It's nice Michelle. to meet you. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a Soto native. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, and you're in Calgary here? Yeah, I'm from Yellow Quill Reserve. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, yeah. my mom is Satu Dene, and uh, so my Indian Act and Post status card says Yellow Knives Dene, and they all went, they were filtered, so my, my granny and my uncles and my aunt were all filtered through the Sacred Heart Indian Residential School. Ah. So, obviously, Orange Shirt Day matters a lot to me. Yeah. Um, we have some uh, domestic violence in the, in the family be- as a result of that, you know, yeah, yeah, be- yeah, belief system. Yeah. So, um, you know, trying to decolonize and undo 
do that and understand where I come from. Like, that's part of why I started this podcast, because the media just doesn't include us. They don't really tell us our our stories properly. And what they do is very, uh, we were watching a show about residential school. I was in a residential school, Mm. and uh, I was telling the people, the younger people, I said, that a little bit of truth, but it's not the real truth. I said, I, I said, I can fill in the gaps. Oh, I'm sorry. You are the reason why we're all here. If it wasn't for the abuses and sacrifices that you and our people went through, I couldn't even be here. So I hope you know from the bottom of my heart how much um, it means to be standing in front of you and, and my family. We went up to Edmonton to the TRC event, and it... It's more impactful to know my family wasn't alone. No, they weren't. But it's aren't. hard. Yeah. And I, I am, I'm sorry. I don't. The whole point of today is to celebrate yeah. and not hurt you. Yeah. And I hope you know from the bottom of my heart. Oh, on yeah. my podcast, I talk about the First Nation and Inuit um, well, uh, Wellness Helpline. Mm-hmm. And it's open 24 7. And I think it's important to put that out there because it it's is. a triggering day, too, for you for uh, and for the survivors. And just from the bottom of my heart, I hope you know how much we love you. I know, I know. It's uh, people, the lawyers who make me angry. I'm still trying to fight for it because they told me. Nobody wanted to believe I was sexually molested mm. by a nun. Yeah. How do you know? And I said, put me on hypnosis. No, because well, you'll have false memory. I said, how does a five-year-old see a naked body? I said, I've never in my life seen, my mom and dad, never seen a naked body. And I see this woman. I said, don't tell me a five-year-old knows what a body looks like. Mm. Yeah. And they still, to this day, deny out that I was, I was sexually abused. And you know, I, I think today is the day of me, me too, or I believe you. And mm-hmm. I know from yeah. the bottom of my heart, I believe you. Yeah. And I hate that you had to go through that. And I, I don't know always how the best way for us to heal from that is. But yeah. you having your voice, I just hope you know how much I'm honored you would yeah. even share okay. that with me and on our on our podcast. So thank you, Rita. Thank you. Women for years, they robbed me of a woman friendship. Mm. Because if you touched me like that before, I would have punched you. Mm. I go to the bathroom, I put my leg against the door so you wouldn't come in. Of course. I was scared of women. I always used to look at other women and say, Jeez, I should be like her, talk to women. Oh. And I couldn't. It wasn't until my older years that I'm, I'm able to allow a woman to touch me now. Yep. Yeah, I'm really honored to. Thank you. No, you have every right to cry. Tears are healing. Yeah. So there's no. It makes me mad that you know the government told they they gave me money and I told him I said it's not about the money. I said that adjudicator. I said I bury him with that money. Mm. I said it's not the money I want. So quit saying that's money I want. I said I bury him with that. I said it's the truth. Yes. Well, I'm honored that you would share yes. your truth with us and know that I believe you. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. like anyone Indigenous knows, this is true. Yeah. And I hate that we have to go through the Canadian system to prove ourselves. Yeah. It's the most and ridiculous they, thing. I'm not jealous of the foreigners. They ha- they were tortured too, but they're strong people. They fight together. Yeah. Us people, we're all jealous of each other. We're too colonized to be cultured white we don't stick together like we used to yeah you know you get ahead i'm jealous of you right right 
So, the, and then, you know, people hate them, but they're fighters. So yeah. we got to be like them. Well, I know I'm honored to be standing in front of you right Thank now, you. and I hope you know that. I, I do, I do. I appreciate it. I feel yeah. good now. I just had to get that. Of course. And now mm-hmm. we're stronger for it, yeah, and yeah. we can heal a little and more. And I am so proud that we as natives are standing up and giving a voice. Like Trudeau, I'm always, I might get in trouble, but on Facebook, I'm always saying nasty things about him, you know, because he is plain old nasty. He, he, we were never allowed to, tr- people don't believe this, as treaty Indians, I'm a treaty Indian, yep. I was not allowed to vote. Yep. Now, oh, you treaty natives can vote. I promise you this, promise you that. Okay, we all fell for him. What did he do? <coughs> Slapped us. Turns to the foreigners. Yes, I feel for them. My heart bleeds for them. But bleed for your own people before you go to somebody else. Yeah. You know, look after your own. Yes. Why let your own starve? Why degrade your own brown people? Yeah. Be a hero. And then what did it take a little girl to to put him on camera saying, oh yes, the climate change. It took a little girl. Us natives, white people, rich people, a lot of voices spoke. But he, did, did he not listen to anybody? No. Yeah. He listened to a little girl because it's all for show. Yeah. He can't turn his back on a little girl. Mm. That's what I said, and I'm not scared to say it. I'll tell the world that he's, he's, because he's sitting there smiling and looking at her. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, in his heart he's saying, shut up, little girl. That's probably <laughs> what he's saying, but we don't see that. But why, why is he listening to her? I respect her. I love her for that. Yeah. I'm behind her 100%. She's the one to, to make him talk. Okay, be so. Yeah. yeah, I'm proud of that little girl. Thank you, Rita. Okay. Anyway. No, I'm honored. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. All right. Curtis. Hey. Do you mind if I bug you for a minute? Sure. I'm recording right now. Um, okay. Yeah, so I was wondering if you would want to introduce yourself and tell us what you're doing here today and uh, promote what it is that you do because I want I want to promote you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What is this for? What is so it? My podcast is Native oh, Calgarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just going around and getting clips from folks who want to be interviewed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how long do you want it to be? Just like just as long as you want. Just um, say what you want to say. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, it's going right now. It's okay. going, but my husband he can clip it if there's yeah, parts yeah. you don't like yeah. or it's weird. So. No, no, that's okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's count. Can we count it in? Okay. Hello, my name is Curtis Running Rabbit Left 10. My Indian name is Running Shadow, and I come from the Blackfoot people. Uh, specifically, I come from the Amskapi Bikani Nation and the Siksika Nation here in Treaty 7. And yeah, we are coming to you live at uh, the Orange Shirt Day um, I, events. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, and I just finished. Uh, oh, I don't want to talk too loud, but I just. No, I just you Okay, I just finished performing uh, for the events and it was a wonderful experience and I'm super happy to be here. Uh, for myself, individually, as an Isitipi, as a Blackfoot person, as a rural person uh, from Siksika, as being Siksika and being Pikani, um, I do a lot of work in the community through my organization, Indigenous Resilience in Music, and I now, right now, I am a part of the organization as the uh, Executive Artistic Director. And what we do is trying to bring back this, this re- trying to revive our culture through music, at the same time giving a platform for Indigenous musicians emerging or established and up and coming aspiring Indigenous youth to look to just seek out what it is like to to have a career in music and what music means to them, whether from a cultural um, from a cultural background, 
as music is a huge part of our cultures, but also uh, from a from a perspective of, of what what is what is the industry like, and how do Indigenous people uh, keep themselves or keep themselves accountable, keep themselves um, mm. keep themselves um, sustained in their own cultural practices when they're facing uh, when they're in environment like that in the music industry. Yeah, a lot of Indigenous folks, a lot of Indigenous musicians you see today are sharing their voices and their voices are starting to be heard by the greater mainstream uh, music industry and uh, and the arts in throughout all of Canada and you see that happening but a lot of the time that we find as an organization is that they get that opportunity to to uh, to work in that in in that uh, in that realm but no one really knows what's going on for them like no one really knows what's happening for them and what they have to go through mm. um, and outside of doing giving platforms and doing showcases and in and, and encouraging these indigenous artists to continue sharing their work we also want to share with people what it's like for them yeah we want to share with people what the experiences are for them on a daily basis uh, sometimes like you know reclaiming their culture not knowing too much about their culture or being very invested in their culture and having to experience what the music industry is like. Yeah. And there's a lot of areas in the music industry where you face racism, mm. where you face, uh, where you just face misunderstanding and, and being misunderstood constantly. Sure. And what we want to do is through this, while we create showcases, while we create programs, and we create programs in Treaty 7, is one is encourage aspiring Indigenous youth to see that and yeah. to understand that but then at the same time to give that platform for those indigenous musicians to voice their opinions around the music industry to voice what it's like on t on stage or just in basic workshops and conversations with Hi, other in basic conversations and other in basic conversations and workshops with uh, engaging with these indigenous to share with them what it's like yep. and that goes from everything from uh, just having a workshop on on writing music, having a workshop on uh, sharing their culture, sharing who they are, what they experience, and then at the same time sharing their music publicly with, yeah. with the people around them. And I think what we're doing is stepping outside of that that realm of uh, like festivals where they just bring indigenous musicians and you know it's like sometimes and I work with a lot of festivals and I respect a lot of the festivals in Calgary. Um, but you know it's like one of those things where you when you see certain things, happen in the music industry uh sometimes there's tokenization without even meaning that no, not meaning to like tokenize totally. an indigenous person but it happens yeah um and and knowing where you are in the spaces you are in the spaces you're occupying now with the original inhabitants of the area and understanding that and so you see that happening a lot all the time um, in artwork specifically and where we will come in is to again give that platform for these musicians to really share their voices and share with other aspiring indigenous youth who are wanting to get into music and wanting to pursue a career in music yeah. what they experience so they, they can better prepare themselves for what mm. they're going to come and what they're going to face when they get into the music when they get fully invested in the music industry yeah and at the same time we also want to celebrate yes. like indigenous musicians we 100%. also want to celebrate like how strong they are and how powerful they are with their voices and how we have worked so hard to get to this point mm. where we can just share our culture and share through music and breaking boundaries with music yeah um and and doing something different that the music industry has never seen before sure um and we want to just continue to offer that platform for these musicians at the same time and then show indigenous youth this is what you can this is attainable for you yeah and at the same time though 
your culture is important, who you are as an indigenous person is important, and you always need to remember to to voice that yeah. when you're out there in the public. So in Treaty 7, we do that a lot with indigenous youth mm-hmm. in the Treaty 7 area, um, and then we just give platforms for indigenous musicians to come and share their work. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard you up there. I'm like, this is amazing. So, and I, like, I hope the way we can edit it so that we can hear some of that in the background. So if you're listening and you hear somebody being interviewed and you hear your music in the background, it'll be like, yeah, you were playing right then. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had some, like, weird malfunctions while I was uh, playing, but that was okay. Yeah. Um, and my music is just not that, uh, it's not like, I don't know how to word it. Um, my music is very, uh, very sombering, very sure. like soft, very um, uh, melancholy. Uh, and it's not really like in a situation like this, like I'm obviously here to support and I'll always support stuff like this. But coming into this, I was kind of like, I'm not really like the, I don't feel like I'm going to be like, you know, I feel like this, like there needs to be an uplifting energy yeah, in here. Yeah. But I'm not that. Like, yeah. And I think that's that me voicing my own voice as an indigenous person is like, I, my music is always sad. Like mm. my music is just like sad. Like that's just how it is across the board. And I just felt kind of awkward going into it. I was a little nervous. I was like, I don't know if these people are going to like it because I'm like, yeah. it's just like <laughs> super sad. And you're going to hear it in my voice when I sing. You're going to hear it. Yeah. Um, and just like even what I'm singing because everything I sing is in Blackfoot. So when you hear me like singing stuff, yeah. there's some moments where you hear a bit of English, but usually it's all just Blackfoot. Yeah. And it's just me singing like words of Blackfoot and like what well, lyrics to the song. Yeah. Um, and so I was just kind of like nervous, but I'm glad like people. No, I, I think it's so healing to have Blackfoot being sung on Blackfoot territory, yeah. and especially with Indian residential school survivors around. Yeah. Like it, 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 there's something really like it's in our DNA. It makes us feel whole, and it helps heal us to know that intergenerational DNA is, is there, yeah. telling us this is the right sound that you should be hearing. Yeah. These are the right words that you should be hearing, and it, there's healing in that. So, yeah. 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 That's how I look at it anyway. Yeah. So just yeah. from my point of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for me, doing stuff like that is like my own cathartic, um, just like my own catharsis. Is like being able to like get up there and yeah. just like, like do that. Even though like I know some people won't like it or really enjoy it, or I mess up and I just like I gotta keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In yeah. the moment, um, which I think there was a bit of mess ups there, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of like malfunctions that happened leading into it, and like the nervousness of like. I don't know if I'm gonna be well received, <laughs> but either yeah. but either way, I I just like it's yeah. hard putting yourself out there. I know. Yeah, like you know, like the shows I play, I have no problem because like the majority of the people that come out to the shows that I perform at are all like into that music. Sure. So they're all into like this like um, uh, like emotional sad music. Yeah. And they all listen to that stuff, so they're all like into it. But then when I play in this situ- in this like kind of environment, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in, I'm indigenous and I really support this. I'm very vocal and very active in. Um, in movements and, and being a part of that, but at the same time, I'm also like, but my music isn't really like what I don't think it's what you want. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, no, it's not, exactly like, what we want. Yeah, yeah, I know it. So. But I'm also like not like as like as on par with being buckskin, where you're gonna hear her come up and be like, just blow you away, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. you're a rock star. So. <laughs> Thank I did, you. And I want you to know. Um, so my podcast, like, it's just a phone call. Okay. So like, if you want, you have anything you want to promote. Well, yeah. I'll promote it on my podcast in a second. So okay. I just want so you to feel that you always have that. And, or if something is really cool yeah. and you tag me, I'll share it. Because oh, it's sick. really important to me that your your voice is uplifted all the time. Because, awesome. no, really. Yeah, it, it yeah. just I hope you know. Oh, and I want to show you my new tattoo. Oh, sick. So oh, this sweet. is Siksika. Yeah, yeah. And this is uh, Bagani. Yeah. So these are your, yeah. that's your relation yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. So um, 
that's uh, the Sutina, yeah. the Ganai, and, and this is the Stone. Yeah, it's blood yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so. that's super cool. That's so sweet. <laughs> that's really sweet. So yesterday, was it yesterday? The other day, I seen the Colton Bushi documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Reg and Rose were there. Oh, okay. So I'm like, check it out, because I'm like, you guys are like the only people who know what this is. <laughs> and they, were they like? Were they oh like, yeah. Well, yeah. they they seemed happy. You know? yeah, yeah, they yeah, seemed yeah. like yeah, yeah. they silly kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It's so funny. I'm all great hair, but yeah. I feel like a kid when I'm around them. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, well, I gotta go, but yeah. Thank, thank you. you so thank much you for being thank on the show. Of course, thank yeah. you. I'll Just look know out for it, it. it's open all the time for you. Okay. So yeah. Thank you. I'll look out for it. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. So my name is Darvina Perline White Quails. Hello, my name is Sings Many Different Songs Woman. So Orange Shirt Day to me means resilience and remembering what happened to our past generations, focusing on the present and looking at what we could do for the future generations. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So, and you're here with your with Kurt? Yes. Yeah, so, and you guys have a, a booth. I was already interviewing him, but tell me a bit about it from your point of view. So, myself and my daughters, we make the beaded jewelry, and my son and Kurt, they do the quill jewelry. My business is called Bright Swan Creations. Beautiful. Oh, wow. You just Kurt, bought these. I totally bought them from you. Beautiful. I was like, I'm, for those who can't see this, I'm like throwing around her earrings. Yes. Like, I wonder if she's going to notice. <laughs> Kurt made those ones. They're beautiful. Awesome. Did, did you make these ones? No, I make something similar. Okay, okay. I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. And right now I'm sporting Savage Rose Designs by Melanie. You're they, so pretty. I, I just <gasps> traded with her. I made her a piece of beaded um, lanyard choker necklace. Mm. Yeah, so um, Bright Swan Creations is my business and Urban Quills is Kurt's business. Yeah. Just so that people can keep our our jewelry separate and know that okay he makes that and she makes this cool um and then we have kurt young in the healers which is our full band with the guitar the electric guitar the drums the bass kurt is the main vocalist and i'm the backup singer and then we have the healers where it's just kurt and i where we go and you know, schools, communities, corporate events, and all sorts of stuff. Like, we've been to CYOC, to the Women's Remand Center, just spreading messages of hope and, you know, just doing our best to help be a part of the solution. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love the work you've been doing and try to promote you and Kurt anytime I can. So I just hope you know I'm so grateful to be here with you today. Thank you. And I think I'm, it, I'm so grateful to know you. It, it's just our community is so healing. So, and I'm glad to be here with everybody. So thanks for being on my show. Thank you. Basically, uh, uh, Wanda, you're one of those folks in the city that people may not tell you this, but we're all watching you and knowing you're doing amazing work helping the homeless. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself and the organization you're with and maybe the message that you want to tell people for this winter that was coming up. Well, I'm Wanda Triton. I'm with uh, Be The Change YYC, which is uh, Homeless Outreach, uh, where we hand out sandwiches, water, safe injection kits, and that sort of thing. And spread love. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, without judgment to our homeless population. Um, Many who were affected by Indian yeah. residential school, which is why, of course, they're homeless. Yes. And that's what today is about, is acknowledging that. Um, I myself have experienced uh, homelessness, all the stuff that goes along with trauma, um, the 60s scoop, sexual abuse, uh, being degraded, put down, had to separate myself from the family, you know, um, and uh, you know, so I get all that, I really do, and then, you know, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I wasn't passionate about it and wanting to help. Part of my healing journey has been the ability to um, take what I have experienced, my lived experience, um, and continue to grow and connect with the community, our elders, to get stronger so I can help that give back to our people. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Yes. We, we love the work that you do. Well, thank you. Yeah. But in all fairness, you know, I don't want to sound egotistical because that's not our way. Yep. Um, I have to give credit to the rest of our team. Yep. Yes. Who's the rest of your team? Uh, Chaz Smith. Um, he's our the person. So adorable. Yeah, I know. We <laughs> both love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> very, very giving. Yeah. Um, and he's the actually um, started home. Uh, be the change YYC based on his lived experience but you know that's not my story to tell that's his story I have to be respectful about that right of course yeah. of course Wanda thank you for yeah. being on uh, Native Calgary and my, my podcast I really right. appreciate thank it thank you for inviting me yeah. Yeah. Oh, my mom. yay hey. 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 Okay. hey I'll see you later yeah. Are you gonna come? I'm gonna ask uh, Sam and, and Darcy, if they want to come, there's a movie Bl- Blood like Quantum. Quantum is indigenous, like po- apocalyptic, like zombie. Yeah, well, I know that uh, uh, somebody said that there was a Colton Boucher. I see. Uh, it, yeah. it was like a couple days ago. Yeah. Yesterday, maybe. I no, actually met the met the family. It was I really. I did. I did way back when, Ooh. but I don't tell. Yeah. The director's also I don't. incredibly inspirational. So nice, right? Mm-hmm. And and they, the I think the lawyer was a family member too, and they, I, I met them too. Do you know? It's like I incredible. met her way back when. Yeah. When she came back down to the teepees. Yeah. I met her. Wow. I met his mom. Yeah. And um, it was so heartbreaking. It really was. And you know, when I'm gonna tell you that um, there was she struggled a lot. With, to even put out his story because she was getting a lot of, like as you saw in first contact she was getting like racist uh, yeah. comments and she was really struggling with that yep. you know and yep. I, you know I really would like them to see uh, the first contact do more yes me too yeah and I would like it to be um, in the school system yeah because people aren't getting it no you know well wanda i do that free book club Mm -hmm. i've done it for three years and people who claim to care about reconciliation they're not coming to this book club they're not reading the books out there that are you know have a 60s scoop support group i don't go to it yeah because i literally just went to the library and i I couldn't even sit in there it was so 
so uh, like when they were down before there was I couldn't sit in there because it was so stifling I couldn't breathe I wanted to leave yep. and they were talking about starting up a support group which we tried before and there was nobody was interested kind of like today yeah, yeah. right oh I'm, I want to go I want to support but again you know yeah yeah who's here to start community yes I know and then it's like um, because people are broken and they're too much of what I'm seeing online is disgusting me too it's I like you. people are like our LGBTQ community is taking the pe- it's know. really sad I like know. they're attacked yeah and, and, and a lot I, of I, lateral I, violence going on and it's like a lot of issues that people don't want to deal with are coming to light and re-triggering people, so... Yep. Yeah. I know. I feel you. Mm-hmm. And I just am really proud of all the work you do, and I just say solidarity to you, sister. And, and I have to choose my battles. It's like, oh, I don't agree with that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's But hard. then when, I, but when there is a, something like what's going on, going on, like what I posted the other day about, you know... Indigenous, uh, it's not just indigenous, it's just like things to promote healing. Yeah. Like the Great Eagle thing, there was $500. Yeah, I know. It was. And then the ones, the. I got sponsored, and that that was a thing like we need to tell indigenous people who can't go, right? That that these things can be sponsored. And I didn't know, nobody tells me these. I know, right? I didn't find out until later, and I put in there. And then it's like that. The thing that the, yeah, the Buffy Saved from Marie thing, that was expensive. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we caught a discount. Oh, you tell me after the fact? And then there's the other one coming up. Mm. Is it the Sisters and Spirit Vigil? No, the gala. Some, some, something. Oh, okay. I don't know about that yet. Just came up and Nicole and Evans are emceeing it, and that's expensive. No, I wanted to go to that. And then there's the Alpha House uh, thing. It's like, okay, people probably registered, and we're part of the... Our team supports you, and yet we couldn't register. Yeah, yeah. Because my link didn't work. The web, And I said, even though I used a different browser, it didn't work. Yeah, I know. I know, people don't understand. They don't understand how hard it is. It's like, okay, hmm. I'm sorry. But why, but why, okay, why does the indigenous people that need the healing pain? I know, an arm and a leg for healing. It makes no sense. I'm there with you. Hey, did I tell you I'm do, doing, uh, I got trained to be a facilitator for mending broken hearts. And um, we're gonna be finding a location. And once that's there, like, it'll be free. And it's based on the medicine Did wheel you have the climate action thing? No, I wasn't. Oh. I, you know, want to know why I don't go to those? I've actually experienced a lot of racism from white activists. Oh, and it was pretty tame. It was students. Yeah, that's good. And stuff. And it's like, where's our... Dr- I'll go there and I'm thinking, like, where's our drummers? Yeah, our I know. indigenous people. No, they don't coordinate with us, though, hey? Like, it's just kind of one of those things that you just got to go yourself and... Like I finally and got then, a and small contract. And the media contract. targets in on other people. It's like, um, but we're over here. What about us? Yeah, I know. I know. The only reason why <laughs> I got uh, the uh, Indigenous Sovereignty thing read was because I knew the guy, and he's like, Hey, I know you from the other climate action thing. 
meeting, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. But then they interviewed me, and I was, like, put on the spot, and then I thought to myself, damn, why didn't I think more about this? My answer. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking, like, um, the environment, indigenous people, and people in general, if you are not paying attention to the environment, our behavior, our mental uh, state is affected. Yes. By the environment. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. Particularly our homeless and, you know, so if it's not sunny, they're not getting their vitamin D or the agenda, or anybody, nobody's getting their vitamin D, so. Yeah. I'm there with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Wanda, for being on my show. Were you recording me the whole time? Yeah, but I can stop it. <coughs> okay. What would you like not on there? I don't know. <laughs> I was just like... Talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But well, it's true. It is true. And that's how I feel. That's why it's important that we get our voices out there. Yeah. If we have too much of the um, sun, we get too hot and dehydrated. Yeah. If we don't have enough... Our mental health suffers. We don't get vitamin D and all the essential vitamins. Yeah. So, kind of a yeah, yeah. catch-22. I hear you. Okay. Thanks, Wanda. Yep. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. I guess onward and upward. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to try to catch this zombie movie tonight. See if really? Yeah. What is that about? Uh, so it's an indigenous movie, uh, and it's called Blood Quantum. Oh, and yeah. And apparently it's like, depending on how much indigenous blood you have, depends on your zombie state. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I totally am down to watch that then. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty much all of us after yeah. uh, a full moon, and we're not getting proper sleep. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm totally that person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Juan. Yeah. Thank you. Do you want to share something? What story? No, oh, he wants to share the story of the orange shirt. Yes, of course. This is my son, Linda. <laughs> so, long ago, there was a little girl. She was five years old, and she was very excited for her first day of school. So, she bought a big, bright orange shirt because orange was her favorite color and she wanted to represent that at her school. So she waited in her teepee and when the school bus came, it wasn't actually a school bus, it was a giant truck. And someone came up to her teepee, grabbed her and threw her in the truck. She was very confused, but she was also excited for school. So as she went to school, she, um, She went inside and they stripped her of her orange shirt, of everything that she was wearing. They cut her hair, they bleached her skin. They basically taught her that her teachings were wrong. And she went through a lot in residential school. And eventually when she came out, she went, she was 16 when she came out of residential school and years later when she was about 50 she saw a box of things from the residential school that she went to and when she opened it there was a small orange shirt 
and it reminded her of the pain she had to go through in residential school. And that's why every day on, you know, every year on this day, we wear an orange shirt to represent that everyone is equal and that it doesn't matter what color your skin is, what you believe in. We are all connected in some way and it doesn't matter about anything that we do. Because we are all Beautiful job, Lyndon. Thank you. Awesome. So I know we all have stories to share, and the whole point of being around a fire is to be able to share our stories. Now, I had a list, but it's in my brain. It's in your brain. <laughs> Zoe. <laughs> Zoe, would you like to share your story with us, though? Um, so I grew up in a very small town called Black Diamond, and I feel like I was very lucky because as a non-Indigenous individual, um, my mother took the Native Life Skills course through Eden Valley when I was young. Um, and there's been a lot of things in our home that came to us through the Indigenous relationships that she built in that course. A lot of how I was raised, that we smudge in our house, um, going to powwows, also going to rodeos a lot. Um, and it's been very interesting through my way of schooling. I'm taking anthropology and the way that indigenous individuals are looked at in anthropology and I feel like the labels that are placed upon them compared to what I've experienced growing up and that um, a lot of the natives around our area are some of the best farmers and the best cowboys that we've ever interacted with. And I think that I've also been blessed um, to have friendships in my adult life that have formed uh, with humans that have allowed me to see us as whatever we genuinely bring to the table. That's how you meet someone. And so if you show up as your genuine self, then you're allowing other people to show up as their genuine selves. Um, and things are so much richer when we're contributing um, whatever we bring from wherever we come from and whatever our truth is. And so I'm very grateful for the space that I grew up in and that I'm very familiar with Rand Dances um, and the movement and the sound of the drum and having this enter my life now through knowing Chantel and the relationships and the drum now as an adult, I think that those are the continuous things. The heartbeat that we all share and the drum beat that we all share, that's around the world. Um, and so to me, I think the idea of reconciliation, technically it's to stop combating with someone. And so if we're gonna stop combating, I think we start communicating. That's to me the reverse of that. And so I'm blessed in all the relationships I have to communicate. And to me this day is about us communicating. What does the orange shirt mean? What does our future look like? And how are we representing ourselves in the ways we communicate with each other? Now I'm going to do a track for you. We're going to feature in and out. Um, this track is called Interstellar, and I wrote it because I'm very connected to the Earth, Earth Mother. Um, without honoring, nurturing, and respecting the planet, we're going to have a very difficult time to communicate as humans. And so I wrote it um, about the Earth and wondering what are human beings doing with this beautiful space that we have been gifted. And there's a little bit of vibe into it, so you guys can help me with this. Thank you, sound guy. Vibe with it, vibe with it, 
to, at the beginning of this year, be invited into uh, Team Gistonun, who is an activist group um, looking at missing and murdered Indigenous women in Canada. And just by being invited to design for them, I ended up partaking in a lot of the research that they were doing as well. And there was so much about Canada's history that I never learned. And I think that's so wrong. And I never learned about residential schools until I was an adult, which Residential schools lasted for 165 years, the last one ended in my lifetime. I think it's pretty crazy that I never learned about that through my education. Um, and even MMIW, that wasn't a term I was aware of until quite recently, the past three or four years. Um, so a large part of what I feel reconciliation is, is A, talking to my indigenous friends like Chantal and Bren, um, who have helped guide me through this journey and just learn and they've been really patient when I've been ignorant and I just think that teaching the next generation that these mental models that have really 
been embedded in Canada for a very long time um, is something that we're going to start changing the attitudes and I think education is a really good place to start with this and including Indigenous people within that education and experiential learning has been like the biggest part of my experience is just being involved in ceremonies and being involved in just talking to Indigenous people about their experience. I think that has helped me come a long way as a person and just learn about life and learn about acceptance and equality. Thank you, Eric. Nutri-Bullet milkshake, <laughs> 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 releasing it and bon appetit. 